and welcome, welcome to, to uh, Humming, Humming Fools. Fools. I'm glad you did this because it has been so long since we've had an episode together, Noah. That's right. And since we've been in person oh. and you interrupting me. Like a is a lot easier to do in person. <laughs> yes, because I don't know if there's a delay, you know, when we're remote and all that stuff. So yeah. can you say that again? <laughs> I'm sorry, you broke up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, listener, um, I don't remember where I was in the intro, but anyway, this is Humming Fools, and we do stuff. I'm your host, Kyle Stuke. God, we're so bad at this. We are bad. We're rusty. <laughs> we're even worse in person. And speaking of worse in person, I'm joined by Noah Bosley. <laughs> oh, good. Noah, how are you? Good. We have been spending a lot of the day together. Mm. Um, how are you doing on your Kyle levels? Like, are you running? I'm about Kyled out. Yeah, me too. I feel that way every day. That's <laughs> yeah. why I try to go to bed as soon as possible. Yeah, I'd say I emptied the tank about an hour ago. Yeah, um, yeah. So, listener, apologies. Uh, Noah's going to be a little complainy, a little whiny. A little bit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, that's how it goes. I mean, that's the kind of energy we try to bring to the show. I what think. did Kurt Vonnegut say about you? So it goes, right? That's right. He did say that about me. Man, I'm so jealous that he mentioned you in a book and not me. Uh, There's a reason for that. <laughs> uh, listeners, um, if you are a returning listener, thanks so much for being here. I apologize. It has been a very long time since our last episode, but Noah may have been cooking up some tastiness. Mm-hmm. Um, can't and won't slash I refuse to share most of it <laughs> uh but a time will yeah all come. that to say this episode will be about other people <laughs> yes exactly uh this episode is not about um noah and me but there is one thing that we do need to celebrate noah mm. which is as of or i mean today whenever people listen to us who knows how what the time will be but today is our four-year anniversary for ominous media oh you remembered i did and i got you a ring you didn't get me anything you don't pretend for the show (laughs) that you care about me more than you do anyway in the hopes of celebrating (laughs) carly can you put a celebration i I knew this would happen i'm i'm gonna leave listen the the waiter's about to walk in with champagne carly can you add a sound effect of me slamming the door on my way out (laughs) you don't get to tell carly what sound effects carly you work for me now (laughs) carly add a sound effect of noah getting punched in the face um how carly why (laughs) so dumb (laughs) but yeah man four years yeah uh it it feels like just yesterday i was like hey you want to have more work in your life yeah and then you were like no and i went that was supposed to be a shotgun oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i'm glad you got it um but yeah man four years that's nuts i just don't like that you're taking work away from carly by doing your own sound effects (laughs) god keeping the sound effects people down (laughs) don't blame Uh, god for this all right um i mean we're not very sentimental people so i don't have much more else to say about. no but it's cool it is and i'm glad we're almost done yeah (laughs) how many more years do we have left I mean, we're more than halfway there. Okay, yeah. cool. So you would say we're living on a prayer. No, that's if we were halfway there. <laughs> Carly, add in. Oh! <laughs> no, we can't afford it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, in four years, we have made, uh, including this episode, 81 episodes Oof. of Humming Fools, wow. which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And then we have made 30 Maybe thirty-one, uh, I think, of the night shift. Yeah, and we're we're using we loosely here. <laughs> yes, um, but it is a team effort because, sure. like, definitely um, we for humming fools. Because again, it's 
it's been our discussions. It's been our interviews. I know you pieced out from the interviews a little while ago, but mm-hmm. you're still involved in making the art and mm-hmm. um, it's the team, baby. And yeah. Night Shift, again, d- couldn't exist without having the tasty art. Uh, we did all the stuff when it was a, sh- a YouTube show, a mm-hmm. failed, beautiful, <laughs> failed YouTube show. Uh, again, this is a monument to arrogance. That's really. right. um i couldn't have worded it any better um and then we also freaking made a uh made six issues of a comic book made 144 pages are working on other stuff and again eventually we'll we can talk about some cool developments with that stuff but Mm -hmm. again this episode truly for the most part isn't about us but because it is our anniversary and because this this uh, episode is a celebration yeah um I think that's what's really magical is that it's like we've been doing this for four years and now in the spirit of the show, we have an episode where it's like since starting all the amazing people that we've talked to have continued to create stuff. Yeah. And it's like a lot of amazing stuff. And it's like, what we talk to those people Mm -hmm. and like, they're still going. Yeah. Well, and it's inspiring for us to see that. Cause it's like, yeah, we're all still in it. We're all still doing it. Yeah. Everyone. And like people have had trials and errors and there's been hard stuff, but it's like, again, people have continued to create amidst all this stuff. Cause again, we started before the pandemic mm-hmm. and now, you know, I wouldn't say we're not in the pandemic. It's just kind of, we've all, it seems like agreed Adjusted to, yeah. to be like, this is a new world. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, listeners, you too have been um, a part of that, not the band, but you yourselves. Um, I wish that uh, <laughs> um, Carly to offset Noah's uh, groan, put clapping. No. <laughs> Carly's like, I will drown, <laughs> drown out the groan. <laughs> you get five sound effects and that's it. <laughs> Choose wisely. Not getting time. paid enough for that's this. That's right. Um, is Carly getting paid? Uh, she is, Carly does get paid. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Whew in crackers and our sponsor today is animal crackers circus flavor oh, I, thought coming was, to... I thought it was ritz we did we lose ritz we did lose ritz oh. uh we were putting them on too much yeah and then we put them off <laughs> is this why we lost them yes they, they were like you guys gotta stop everything bad that has happened to the show has been because of me <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you said that yeah i need to own it again the monument of despair what did you say <laughs> monument to arrogance there we go yeah. let's add despair though yeah i mean it, it was it factors heavily into it. <laughs> and desperation yes but anyway going backwards audience you have been a part of these four years and just wanted to say thanks to you guys uh again like I, I know a lot of people who will be like oh yeah i admit like i haven't listened in a while or like i'd only like listening to this episodes and all to say no guilt like no one i don't know anyone including myself who for the most part is just like feverishly consumes every episode yeah anything even things i love you gotta take a break sometimes Mm -hmm. or even there's things where you're like eh, fast forward or skip or whatever and so well and especially with the show it's for us it's by design Mm -hmm. where there's a little bit of something for different people and it's never it's never been for like oh we need to put something in every episode that everyone's gonna like each time to keep everyone coming back for each episode yeah it's like no you kind of look at the subject you look at the guest and you're like oh this seems interesting to me absolutely so um if you've ever felt that that guilt know that you don't need to papa and a little bit sure would be nice a a little a little bit of despair to match my own that's right 
Um, but no, for real, I have appreciated the people who have listened and have made mm. comments and who have shared and especially put up with, which I know like we're not, it's not like the listeners are entitled to anything, but they have put up with inconsistent scheduling and sure. uh, changes and all that stuff. But I think that ties into the show. It's like, as time has gone on, the world has changed. We have changed our, our careers have changed or uh, our lives have changed. And it's only natural that the show changes with it. But mm -hmm. I think it's a testament that it's still here. Yeah. Um, we've talked about that a lot of like, um, other people have started and stopped things while humming fools in the same time frame of humming fools. And it's not that I'm cheering for other things to end, right. but it is cool that it's like we have been like, hey, let's do this. And then we actually did it. And mm -hmm. yeah, we're not like, you know, a Joe Rogan or a, um, you know, a, um, what's an armchair expert where it's like every week you get content. Yeah. It's like hella produced, you know. It's, you know, this is a little, it's a little niche, fun family it's a show. a little Shaq operation. Yeah, I love yeah. Shaq. I love Shaq. Uh, <laughs> and so um, I'm excited. That's truly what excites me is just to see like where it goes from here. Yeah. How else will we continue to get better? How else um, will things change? You know, will I disappear from the interviews and it's just guests showing up <laughs> to a calendar invite? There's no one there. They just start talking. <laughs> I think that could be really They have cool. a list of questions that they have to read out and answer themselves. Yeah. I secretly invite Carly and the guests. And so Carly shows up <laughs> thinking that it's for something else. And then she's like, oh, I, oh no. And the interviewer's like, I was told a Carly would interview me. <laughs> Carly's like, oh, I guess. Damn it, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anywho, um, as Noah and me kind of hinted at, this episode truly is going to just be a celebration of um, all the cool art that has come out recently from people that we have um, had on the show. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of it. Well, and to be fair, it is a, a selection of, of art from certain people. Yes, yeah. uh, because there's only so much time in the day. Some mm -hmm. things are harder to like talk about and or um keep track of so it's yeah. like i know people have like made like art like some of our like fine artists mm -hmm. you know in terms of like paintings and mm -hmm. that stuff it's like that's always been happening yeah so this is more about like collections of works or stuff like that and projects and yeah. yeah yeah and so i'll have to say if you listen to this and you're like kyle noah i'm randomly doing a transformer 90s cartoon <laughs> voice I'm upset. We're always, you know, let us let us know if we miss something and we can always plug things in, in future episodes. Mm -hmm. um, but um, the last final thing that I'll say is to celebrate um, our, uh, you know, four years and also all the cool work that has um, recently come out. We have commissioned new intro music and stuff. And Noah, I would love you just to talk a little bit about one aspect of said music <laughs> that is special because it's so old for us at this point yeah but no one else like like we've never talked about it on the show that's true so please announce something exciting for our listeners so yeah i'll i'll give a little bit of context my and we've we talked about this on the show before but my favorite game of all time is red dead redemption 2 mm -hmm. by far um i'll never get tired of that game it's amazing in every way you look at it um that's not what this is about. But uh, the um, main character, Arthur Morgan, is a really, really well uh, fleshed out character. He's got so much depth and personality. And a lot of that is down to the performance of the actor. And uh, 
and that actor actually was nominated for tons of awards um for his performance he even won like was it like performance of, of the year or something it was something some, at things, some yeah. like giant video game awards um and i just have such a soft spot for for his performance in that game and for that character and uh and uh, i was having a particularly hard week um this was a few months ago mm-hmm. this would have been back in early may maybe sure late april you could um, say any month and i would say yes you would say yes it's true <laughs> um because you agree with me a lot because i know more than you i do do that yeah. yes agreed <laughs> <laughs> very good um but Kyle called me when I was at work and he said, uh, hey, I've been wanting someone to read off some lines for the new intro for the show, um, which was something that we had kind of floated um, in terms of like refreshing a little bit some parts of the show. And uh, he said, uh, I actually uh, found a way to get Roger Clark, who <laughs> plays Arthur Morgan, uh, to to do some line readings on on Cameo. And uh I just couldn't believe it. I just thought it was the coolest thing. And then when I actually watched the videos, he's like, he's like, guys, this is like my first one I've ever done for the, cause the cameo had just released like their professional platform or whatever, yeah. where you could commission stuff that you could actually use. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas their usual stuff is just for little shout outs. Yeah. Just um, personal, but you don't own any, use. yeah, you don't own any of the content. Um, but he was like, guys, you're my first one like my first request, my first client for professional use. And, and he was just like the nicest guy. And, mm-hmm. um, he had just a couple of lines to read, but he, he like read them in a bunch of different ways. He, he was just like such a pro about it and gave us like extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, he was like, if you want to use this and like did like classic lines from the game and things like that. And, um, I was like, I'll check out your show. Like, congratulations, you guys. And it was just like, oh, it was just like the one of the best things I've ever received. Um, anyway, that was a, a big thrill to to get that and be able to use that for the show. So you guys will get to hear it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, again, uh, I, I doubt he's here. But, Roger, if you are here, uh, <laughs> just thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, because, again, in, in terms of celebration and, and reflecting, it's like. Uh, we've talked a lot about how there's been just many moments of joy and cool connection and just stuff that's come from the show that we never could have um, imagined. Mm-hmm. And even though, again, we're not like this big, huge monetary giant or anything. It's like just the show existing has like brought so many cool things to um, to us. And so this is just another example where it's like, uh, there was no reason for this to happen. There was no warranting this situation. It's yeah. just through, uh, again, determination and, and putting it out there and, and hoping it's like we we got them. And I love that because, as as you mentioned, we've talked about Red Dead 2 a lot. It's very meaningful to mm-hmm. you. And, um, again, it is to me in, in a way as well. And so to have now Roger as a consistent part of the show yeah uh to be embedded in it it's like it's again it's like we manifested it in a way you know it's like we talked about him and then now his spirit in a way is a part of the show and that's just like really fun and meaningful to me because again it's like i I truly view 
this show kind of as like an entity it's like it's mm-hmm. the spirit of creativity right and the little guy and yeah. going for yeah stuff. beyond actually you know recording for a podcast it's more like yeah the, that's the the energy and the yeah yeah and just the idea of being a fool again like the quote that you guys will hear in the intro it's like just like not setting you know ceilings on what you do and just mm-hmm. being like hey i'm just gonna go for stuff mm-hmm. because like uh, and this is actually a quote that's an intro from Hope, Hope, who is our biggest fan and who we love. And also, again, was on the show. We interviewed her, but she talked about how you always have the no. So mm-hmm. why not go for the yes? And it's just, uh, again, just being a fool in a way about in your life of just being like, I'm just going to do what I want to do. And I'm just going to like make things because I like it as opposed yeah. to putting everything through this business mindset, practical mindset, just kind of being an idiot mm-hmm. in an art beautiful artistic way yeah so um yeah i am i'm very pumped for us and once again thank you uh roger and in terms of the new music and stuff just want to say a big thank you to ben drain um who actually mixed and did everything mm. um so again his information will be in the show notes uh he man it's he, he's very low-key about like his music but like he has like uh songs that have like millions of listens and <laughs> stuff and it's like i'd be a little bit more pretentious if i were you yeah i would kind of throw i that feel that out. way about a lot of the people we've had involved with the show <laughs> yes <laughs> um but without any further ado uh listener here is the the new intro and we'll be right back on coming fools wasn't that tasty noah i could see it in your eyes you thought it was tasty so good and we actually listened to it in real time at the same time as you guys and it was so great and yeah and yeah. If, if you ask carly she'll say the same thing yeah uh, even as the and editor we didn't, we didn't pretend to do a weird dance for about 10 seconds and then came <laughs> back on and had someone else edit the song into the into the silence thank you for describing exactly what happened as such a wordsmith uh, we don't talk about this enough but noah truly is a poet uh, <laughs> well, i don't know it. Ah, um speaking of knowing things i know that we have a bunch of again talented folks who have made really tasty delicious stuff and it's about time to stop talking about ourselves and to talk about them so noah we did say that we weren't going to talk about ourselves yeah yeah but we're also liars yeah that's true that's true <laughs> Um, so the first thing that we're going to be talking about is uh, from our friend and artist Bane uh, and his new album for a living. And Noah, um, 
you're going to kind of be our music expert today. You've always done a great job, which I definitely miss you in the music interviews because you've always been <laughs> able to articulate what's happening in the music mm-hmm. a lot better than I have, where I'm just like, it sounds good. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Um, you know, I remember specifically in our interview with Bane, you were talking about, I mean, A, just like the history of like rap and hip hop, but mm-hmm. then B, specific like things in the songs too, where I was like, I don't know what's happening, <laughs> but I like it. Anyway, tell us about this new album. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't really have a lot of technical things to say about this one, but it, it's one of my favorite projects that he's done in terms of like front to back. Like mm. I, and I, I messaged him after I listened to, it. I was like, dude, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like legitimately. And it, it, I should be surprised, but it always surprises me. Like how the, the quality of it, like yeah. the production, the, um, the mixing of everything, the, the lyricism, his performance is always incredible. Like legitimately like talented. Um, And just, I mean, and you don't want to compare it to, you know, other stuff out there that's like on a bigger commercial scale, but I, I do anyway. And honestly it holds up and beats so much of, of what gets put out. And, and I don't actually like to like put value in that sense on music in general, because it's, it really is down to taste, but in terms of like objectively, like the quality of his music is so good. Um, and that, yeah, for a living, that whole album front to back was was really, really good for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just was going to say, like, and we're going to talk about um, another person who collaborates with Bane a lot, who mm-hmm. we also had on, Jasper mm-hmm. Logan. But uh, another cool thing just to celebrate is that Bane and Jasper freaking uh, opening for Run, Run the, the Jewels. Jewels. And oh. um, who was the other Big per- boy. Yeah. Um, which is just like what the heck yeah what is going on yeah they deserve it of course but just like wow like it's just so cool and again that ties into the just the passing of time you just get to see these artists um who again you admired from afar and then actually get the chance to get to know and speak with but then you just see them continue to grow and flourish and see the cool opportunities that they earn from hard work and hustling and so just like i mean it really is hard work like they're always at it like constantly Mm -hmm. doing stuff constantly playing shows constantly writing new music like yeah never stops yeah and i know that like when i'm on my deathbed world war 15 i've got three shells in my spine (laughs) my multiple grandchildren are around me and they're like papa last words papa and i'll go i regret not going to To run the the jewels Jewels concert with bane and jasper logan yeah dies uh that was a combination of time money and it was all the things unfortunately (laughs) yeah same here um but yeah so happy for them that 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 happened and hopefully it'll lead to even bigger and greater things Absolutely. Before the World War Three passing away as a grandfather, I'll just do the whole. Did you know that I talked to like That's I'll right. be that That's grandpa right. who's just always melting Telling stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, and then the kids will be like, I thought you didn't want to have great kids. Papa it means that we're not your grandkids. And I'll go, that's right. And then we'll discover I'm in a psych ward. The scene is France, 1985. We open. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's move on. But first off, just again, congratulations to Bane. Something very delicious. And all of this will be in the show notes. So if you yeah. want a quick like 
oh, I want to get to that thing as fast as possible without Googling or any of that because you're lazy, totally fine. I appreciate this as well on podcasts. Again, hop into those show notes. There'll be a direct link to the Spotify link. Um, listen to it, buy it, do all the things, share it. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we're going to be talking about Sean Fitzgibbons. Uh, what follows is true Crescent Hotel. Um, first off again, and just like me gushing about human connection and all the intricate ways that things lead to cool things. That's something that's just so special. And I'm appreciative to Sean about, which is this graphic novel that he wrote. He did. So, um, a lot of, of it while, um, you know, working at the, uh, writer's colony in Eureka Mm -hmm. Springs, Mm -hmm. uh, because the Crescent hotel, which this graphic novel covers, uh, is in Eureka Springs, very close to the writer's colony. And just Sean mentioning that, I went, what? Writer's Colony? Eureka Springs? There's a place where writers get to stay uh-huh. in Eureka Springs? <laughs> what? And that that changed my life because him saying that led to me searching that place out, applying, getting to go and stay. And now I've you know gone every single year mm-hmm. since and, again, received some of the best news of my life while working there, mm-hmm. which, again, planting seeds for the future. Uh, but Eureka Springs is just a magical place. Uh, it means a lot to me. And it's just cool that again, through talking to another artist, I got his expertise and his, uh, hint at this really cool place that has now affected me and led to so much joy. Um, and so I'm very thankful for that, but moving to the actual work, um, Let's just talk about for a second how annoying Shauna is in terms of like what he does to himself. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> this thing is, I don't even know how many pages it is, but it's super thick and it's so dense with just like every page is literally a painting because he did mm-hmm. it all by hand except for like a few graphics here and there. But like, man, I just, I don't understand that amount of work like you know when people tell you like oh this thing is like three billion dollars you're like i don't know i don't know what that is i can't picture three billion (laughs) dollars yeah i have no frame of reference that that's how i feel about the amount of work that he put into this where i'm just like i can't conceive this yeah i would never have the patience or discipline to do something like that i like to believe in myself a little more than than i you know give off but sure that's uh yeah it's just so impressive to me um and really the way it came out and even we were just talking about before we started recording just like the the presentation and packaging and all that stuff is just so well put together so high end um that one person could put that together is is mind-boggling to me but yeah yeah pretty incredible artistic feat absolutely yeah um so sean again if, if you are listening or if anyone who knows sean is listening pass this along to him but like i hope you're proud of yourself yeah this thing took like what 10 ish years i think he's been working on this if that's not true feel free to call me out um, and I'll that apologize. sounds right yeah from, from when we talked to him yeah but yeah it's like this this was a olympian effort yeah. it's just it's um just the actual work itself you know i'm almost done with it i just have like maybe 20 pages 20 30 pages left mm-hmm. but it is not only is it beautiful, but it's like it's research like this. Right. It's going out and like interviewing people, um, reading through old letters, talking to um, descendants of people who were around during that time. Um, and so it's like I'm not normally a huge like 
historical nonfiction kind of guy of just mm-hmm. like, here's an event and here's how. But obviously the people who do it well do it really well. Yeah. And this is a great history of the Crescent Hotel and specifically Norman Baker and just like all the crazy stuff that happened to where there was a couple parts that were pretty chilling in terms of just like, Oh my God, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> people did awful stuff. And this history, uh, this hotel is such a terrible history. Yeah. Um, but it has this very magical um, dreamlike quality to it, just in mm-hmm. terms of how he draws and paints and illustrates everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the fact that a it's educational in an interesting way, um, and then B is just actually beautiful is, is pretty amazing. Um, and like you said, Noah, the packaging is top notch. So folks, yeah. uh, if you want to learn about something that's, you know, pretty essential to just like Arkansas's history, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the Crescent hotel is, is kind of put as the most haunted hotel in America. Right. I think it's a bit extra. Like when you go there, you're like, this is the scariest place in the world, basically. Like, yeah. Like, well, and it's funny because like people are in and out of it. Like it just serves as a regular hotel most of the time. But then if you want the spooky experience, you like go on the tours. And, yeah. Like, it's very kind of catered. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. But all that to say, it's like it is like really fun, unique, you know, Northwest Arkansas history. And um just again, like the hotel is beautiful and Sean's recreations of it throughout different time periods um, are really great. And it's just a great, interesting story. So again, congratulations to Sean. This was a Kickstarter, but now um, it is available still just to, to purchase. So if you missed the Kickstarter, no signed copy for you. Um, sound mm. of me pushing up my glasses and <laughs> feeling better than you. But um, you can purchase the book and um, Sean again has been killing it in terms of like publicity. He's been doing book science. He's been all over the place. So please check it out in the show notes. Get that goodness in your body. Next, we talked about this man earlier, but now we're going to focus on him a little bit more. Jasper Logan. Happy summer. Take yeah. it away, Noah. Oh, this one. Yeah. Again, same as bang. And I just like it's wild to me that just a couple of buddies who are both like equally talented mm-hmm. and just like making some of the best music out there. Um, yeah. The, the album happy summer, um, that, that Jasper released is, um, pretty incredible. It, especially, and it's funny cause my favorite track is one that if I'm not mistaken, we're allowed to play, mm-hmm. um, uh, in this episode. And it's actually a really good, uh, intro to both guys i think it's a really good representation of both their styles and their sounds and everything and it's also just really really good um but the track no fear mm-hmm. has has both of them on it um and yeah it just hits so hard uh but yeah whole whole album the storytelling the 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 lyricism the the yeah just the the rapping itself is is top notch um yeah just really impressive 10 out of 10, mm, yummy, yummy in the tummy. That's right. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. Imagine a um, a, a rap or hip hop album that just has yummy, yummy in the tummy. And then like the New York Times or like, <laughs> it's just like the dumbest quote on like a really serious piece of art. Uh-huh. I think that would be kind of cool. That'd be so funny, Kyle. Be so- <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. Um, no, again, I, I same thing that Noah said. The, the specific things I want to call out is just that 
um, again, I think Bain and Jasper do this really well in terms of incorporating um, voice messages or, yes. or stuff. It's like it's something they both do a lot, and I really like how they do it. Mm-hmm. Some some songs, the way they do, it, I'm like, eh, all right, yeah, they do it really well. And um, in terms of like again the storytelling and like the theme, I won't spoil it, but just like the way the last song ends. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just that extra care mm-hmm. of, like, here's, a again, a piece of art as mm-hmm. opposed to just, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, I also messaged Jasper about this. I was like, I'm going to gush about the, the album more on the episode, but uh, I love that you use Breaking Bad yes. know, dialogue in it. And he was like, I know. Like, a lot of people are like, what is that? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, these people don't they, know who Breaking Bad. They don't Bad. deserve this. That's right. Uh, get their get that Heisen again. Taking the best scenes, Heisenberg, uh-huh. freaking Jasper Logan, putting them together. It hit so hard. Yeah, I was curious how he did that. Do you know what the rules are for like using? Well, I well with with hip hop, there's like sampling. Yeah, um, it that, always confuses me. Yeah, though. I'm not exactly sure. Like in terms of like the yeah copyright aspects and stuff like that. But that's I mean that's the sort of the foundation and fabric of. Um, because that's how hip hop started was that this it started with DJs mm. who would basically play music that you know people could dance to and all these things and then they would have MCs or rappers that would come and like basically um were there to support the DJ originally it was that way around um I think I heard Jay-Z talk about this but yeah yeah the 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 rapper was in support of the DJ to kind of enhance their music and that's mm. why a lot of rappers and this carries on today just like as tradition but they'll shout out the dj at the beginning oh, of the gotcha. song or whoever the producer is or now it's mainly producers and that's kind of the role they take on but uh but yeah that that's how it started out and so what djs would do is they would sample a bunch of different music and put it together in a new kind of fresh way and so i don't know from there in terms of like the the you know legal terms and everything for for how sampling works um but that's just kind of always carried on i don't know if it factors into like fair use Mm. or if it's um like you're good as long as the original artist doesn't complain about it (laughs) i'm not sure Um, i'd be curious to to ask um i either you know banger jasper um if if they've thought about that or if if that's something that they just incorporated into into their music as just kind of uh that's just how you do it um but yeah i'm i'm really curious as to the details of that gotcha so like when dj Khaled shouts we the best music that's, that's right. kind of what he's paying tribute to that's right that history that's right <laughs> just so rich in history god yeah whatever his new album is again ben actually uh, sent me the cover of it it's like god oh yeah God, something and it's like a very photoshopped picture of him crying with a tear oh just so, imagine the opposite of that audience in terms of like good versus like bad and so like the opposite of that is what jasper exactly and not to do the verses but also a little bit like a little bit <laughs> like uh, let's let's uh let's reverse that success yes let's switch them up a little bit yeah yeah absolutely or at least balance them yeah <laughs> But again, Jasper, congratulations on a really, uh, again, great piece of art. Um, It's so fun, like, because there's some stuff you listen to and you're like, oh, it's good, but I'm not, like, connecting to it. Mm -hmm. But I love that with Bane and Jasper, I'm like, playlist, playlist, like I'm throwing stuff in my playlist or I'm just liking songs. And I mean that way, literally, like on Spotify, 
Um, and the fact that it's like, oh, I want this on vinyl. That's always for me. Like I'm yeah. a big physical collector person. So yeah. whenever my brain goes, I want the physical version uh-huh. that means to me how much I love it. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's a great indicator of that. So, um, you know, to, to put our money where our mouths is in terms of how good this is, let's take a listen to no fear from Jasper and featuring Bane. And we'll be right back on humming fools. And they scream out, and they scream out, and they scream out. Back when everything was wrong, I knew the right song could make it go right. No lights on, I still made it shine without the light. I'm right, ball. Still got fly without the kite from the land when niggas pump through the streets with long pipes. I might. Go on hiatus, she might like your pics on the gram, but I'm a favorite. Scroll through that shit like bricks scraping the pavement. No matter which way that you're going, you won't make it. Me, I took the chip on my shoulder and just embrace it. Dip it all in this water, it's gorgeous, she wanna taste it. Survived every era, it's terror where I could take it. Peel back the layers, rockin' J's, you couldn't face it. These days, I could even go and fake it. These days, I don't even wanna make it. These days, I just really let it slide, cause inside, if you got it, you don't even wanna chase it. In the summer, it's none of you niggas seeing me without a verse from me. It's none of you niggas beating me easily. I could do what you do. It never compete with me easily. I could move how you move, but I sleep peacefully. I just hop up on the tracks and get my rocks off. Big Jade out from the south, I took the top off. I know you thought this was on top until I topped y'all. I know you thought this was the end until I rocked y'all. And they scream out. 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 We just made it up to Mount Olympus. I ain't even mentioned. I ain't even dressed yet. I ain't break no sweat. No sweat, no sweat. I ain't even take no breath. No they gon' wanna see what's next. what's next. They gon' wanna see what's next. More checks on deck. The press gon' press. I don't even get a cent. Let the stress go quick. Where I'm from, every other state can be a death. Gotta watch, gotta watch. Time will tell, we'll fly, we'll fly. Time will show us who you're not. With the dark skin complexion At a crossroad, bone thugs in a section Cause Kylie and Molly be all in the section Smiling, they know I'm not a regular pedestrian Playing my removal cause my soul need protection Live for approval, you gon' die from rejection I saw my clothes, I saw my flow But I can't sell my soul Will we make it up to zero? Oh, heaven knows Mama can't say I ain't sorry You been on the road, you been on the road Yeah, mama, I been putting on for my team Remember all of them nights We used to pray for them dreams Just yeah, mama I been living favorite denim Diamond pending, got me shining pen and pack Cause it was written on the street for perfect timing, I get down, but I regret when I remember my assignment. You've been looking for a lineman, you stop looking, you gon' find it.
Man, doesn't that go hard, y'all? <laughs> Once again, Noah, Carly, and me just sitting here listening to some tasty beats That's right. in real time. <laughs> you can't prove otherwise. Um, and you can't make it up. That's right. <laughs> Your honor. I couldn't make this up. Um, we are Let now- the record show. Yeah. <laughs> Let the real record show. Uh, we are going to be talking about now John Langan's two uh, new books. I say new for one in quotations because it's really just a re-release slash a new edition, but it's a tasty upgrade from what we had before. But the actual new book is uh, his collection, Corpse Mouth and Other Autobiographies. Uh, and then the re-release that's done really well is Mr. Gaunt and, Un- and Other Uneasy Encounters. Noah great no. titles oh first yeah. of all john john gets it he like gets the it. way he titles and yeah like the just the aesthetic of his books they've also found a great artist to just do the covers that have these very just like weird mm-hmm. artsy creepy themes also uh noah just from looking at behind you you can see the book grab it tell me what kind of texture that is because i love that texture um, what kind of cover is that? I don't know the difference between matte, whatever, anything. Yeah, um, it's uh, I think they call it like soft touch, okay, or something like that. But yeah, it's like a matte, um, kind of s- not quite satin. Satin would have a little bit more of a sheen, but yeah, mm. it's like kind of that that soft, um, almost leathery, uh, just paper that they use for book covers that just kind of makes it feel a little more premium i guess yeah um yeah it's, i love it's it like, so much it's really He's, nice he does it for all his covers yeah and it's just like oh so tasty yeah um that's a specific um to you know compliment to word horde who's been publishing his more recent stuff mm-hmm. uh they do a great job so if you're interested in really nice high quality um horror literature um check them out something also too that they do that's like so nice and unnecessary is that they do send like autographs with the stuff right uh, which is really fun mm-hmm. uh, I, I think we talked about this on the show but for one of the other collections i bought from john uh he did uh autographs plus a custom uh drawing and uh because of our interview with him oh, and our right. love uh, this joke, this stupid joke that came up about this evil horse that he owns. I I told him, I was like, hey, whenever you get my request, know that I want a horse for my drawing. And he did it. I love it. It was a great spooky horse. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, John, you know, like a lot of people on here, it's just like, how the heck are you finding the time to write all this? Yep. John teaches and goes to conventions and does podcast interviews. And it's just like, goodness gracious, man. Spend more time with your creepy horse and family, you know? <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, once again, John's got two great collections that just have got really weird, spooky stories. And I could gush about the specific stories all day. But the one thing I'll say, too, that just really sets John um, apart in terms of the collection and all that stuff is that in every collection at the end, he has story notes. And mm. he talks about the creation of each story. Mm-hmm. So whenever you read a short story, I loved then I'll just skip to the end and see what his story notes are. It's really fun to read something blind and then just see what the like creation was behind it. Yeah. No one else really does that. Like the behind the scenes for, yeah. for short stories and things like that. I think that's so cool. It's so fun. And again, in terms of like coming fools, it's very educational mm-hmm. in terms of like 
where get pe- people get ideas from and how they like structure things and even like there's stuff that go over my head where like this our recent short story i was reading uh it's like shadows and thirst or something um i could tell that they're they're referencing a poem and i was like i don't know what this poem is and then in the story notes john goes into great detail about like i read this poem and i didn't quite get it Mm. and i became obsessed with it (laughs) and i just was trying to figure it out and so i have it I don't think I'm satisfied yet in terms of exploring. I'll have to do another short story someday to like try to tackle it. That's just interesting to me. Mm. Um, and again, in terms of where ideas come from and then how they ultimately manifest themselves. But if you're into the spooky, if you're into short story fiction, because I think even if you're not necessarily into horror, it's just a great lesson in terms of how do you structure a short story yeah. and how do you, um, compile a collection as well mm-hmm. um it's also funny because there's a forward for corpse mouth by sarah langan who is also a um, horror author uh, one would uh, not be dumb for assuming that she is related to john she's not there just happens to be two langans working <laughs> who bo- who both write creepy crap and are really good at it that's so funny. unrelated to each yeah. other <laughs> but Moving forward, uh, let us discuss, once I open my notes, um, oh, God, I'm so excited to discuss this. Can you guess what it is, Noah? <laughs> no. I know, because I'm excited about it all. The Family Crest. Of the course. War Act yeah. to Noah, take us away. Um, so if you haven't listened to The Family Crest before, well, first of all, you should. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible, like just epic um i don't even i wouldn't even know how to categorize their style i remember we read the like what they had on their wikipedia and it was like a really long yeah epic orchestral rock it's like yeah it's like very orchestral (laughs) almost like theatrical pop rock like i don't even know i mean every album feels like an opera almost yeah it's just like that's a great way of describing it um yeah and just like liam's voice is just unmistakable which is always like you've struck gold if you can like put the music on blindly and immediately know who's singing and Mm -hmm. like what band it is like they have such a unique style they've stuck to it so well while still like evolving it over time um and this was an album that we actually talked about when we interviewed Liam Mm -hmm. and that was in the works at the time and COVID just threw a wrench in everything. Yeah. And we've just been hanging on for dear life, waiting for this album to, to come out. And I was so whiny. Yeah. It kept getting (laughs) pushed back and we were just like, come on, Liam, (laughs) give it to us. Give it to me. And it's, it was so worth the wait. Like, it's just, um, I mean, his singing on it is is incredible to me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. understand how he does it. Um, yeah, unlike anything else I've heard, um, and it's just com- front to back again, great quality. There's such, like, variety in terms of, like, the energy of the songs throughout, mm-hmm. and it's just really well balanced in that way. Um, and, yeah, just the music- musicianship is... is uh, just so well like thought out like everything is just composed really really well mm-hmm. and it's really tight like there's just like a there's an arc to everything there's purpose there's a story there's um yeah it's just a a, a big adventure to listen to um 
yeah, I, I was really happy with, with the way that came out. Well said. Um, you know, you mentioned the opera aspect too. To me, it feels like reading a great American novel. Mm. Just, like it feels like it spans time. Yeah, exactly. There's, uh, there's like those moments of, which again, it's not like literal what I'm saying because these aren't like story songs, but, right? Um, it feels in terms of like the emotion, it feels like first love. It feels like loss. It mm-hmm. feels like Phoenix rising. It feels like yeah. quiet moments to like grand finale again. Mm-hmm. Like there truly is nothing like it. Like they are in this like very unique class of just like i i would totally understand if people are like oh i'm like not into it Mm -hmm. because again that's how the world is there's tons of stuff not not everyone likes anything but you couldn't deny that it's just like um like it's like what they're doing is amazing like it is an amazing unique piece of art that stands like above just like anything else i'm like seeing yeah just like wow this is this exists yeah like more people need to know about it well that's the thing like again like you don't want to compare but like listening to it all i can think is how are these how is this band not massive yeah like on the commercial like why are they not on the radio yeah get put them on radio carly (laughs) carly carly we're paying you (laughs) to put it on the radio she's like what are you doing my salary could not afford me to get 30 seconds of radio time for anything (laughs) But Carly, you do have control of Twitter, so go to Twitter and get hashtag yeah, Family Crest you, right? on radio big time yeah, now. That's right. Thank you, Carly. Um, but yeah, no, I I honestly was so nervous to listen to it because I was like, because we built it up so much. Yes. Yeah. And the fact that you know, I uh, I was really excited too because they had like a um, a limited like gold vinyl thing obviously not literal gold but gold color yeah um and so i i told noah it's like i normally like i I wanted to listen to it so bad but i was like i need to do it first because i had just bought a new record player Mm -hmm. and so everyone else was hearing it and talking about it and mine hadn't arrived yet in shipping i was like i gotta hold out and you're like i'm not going to spotify that's right and, and I, was, I was like, dude, this album's so good. Yeah, no, it was texting me. and But I will say it was a very special moment just to like put it on yeah. and then just listen to it and be like, wow, like they did it. Like, yeah. again, lots of trials. There was lots of setbacks and it's so much work because mm-hmm. it's not just Liam and his bandmates. Right. It's like they have to get tons of people to come in and record very specific instruments. And they're getting again, like, yeah, uh um orchestral help and all this stuff musicians Mm -hmm. from across the country and so it's Mm -hmm. just like yeah listening to it i was like they did it yeah like wow um and it's it's amazing to me that you can't like a lot of shows that came out or that were made during covid mm -hmm. you can kind of tell or like oh this is where they had to stop yeah this is the covid section exactly (laughs) um you cannot tell that this album wasn't done in like one sitting like it's just like yeah, it's just so cohesive and and consistent and well put together. Absolutely. And again, could talk about it a lot, but the one thing I'll, I'll say too is that I really appreciate it. That was super cool is again the um the name of the album is The War Act 2 and so obviously it was uh, pre- uh, uh preceded by um The War Act 1 and I love how um they bring pieces from yes. The War Act 1 
lyrics are reused or slightly have a new twist to them. It really feels like a continued story, which is something that Liam talked about in the interview. Um, but that was, it's just so cool. Like, again, it felt very rewarding as a fan when that extra love and care is put into something. So please audience, please go listen to it. Click those show notes. It's so good. Yeah. Um, can't say enough nice things about it. Um, Moving forward, uh, going to be quickly talking about Paul Tremblay. Oh. Paul. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Paul's just so cool. Paul's the coolest. Yeah. Everyone knows. This. Everyone knows it. Um, but he uh, has a new book that just came out called The Paul Bears Club. Oh, uh, I get it. Yeah. See? <laughs> Paul's such a kooky guy. Uh, <laughs> what a wacky dude. Yeah. But... It's just like, again, something I appreciate about Paul and John is that like they are just so open and welcoming to fans. Yeah. Um, they like they love like sharing when people shout them out mm-hmm. or like say that they've bought their book. They're just both very like engaging and interactive. Supportive. Yeah. Yeah. And also two people who are amazing at what they do and who are friends. Yes. And like there's a theme here. But yeah, it's it's wild. Yeah. So audience, if you don't have any friends, find one <laughs> and then you'll get good at what you're doing. That's, yeah. how, that's <laughs> how it goes. Leech off each other. <laughs> um and speaking of leeching off each other, again, Paul's book, The Paul Bears Club, is a really cool um I just finished it a couple of days ago. It is a really cool um kind of meditation on memory uh punk and mm. um you know let's throw in a little vampire action in there sure uh it's just it's really interesting uh and what makes it kind of stand out is it's not a gimmick it's just how the book is written is it's basically written as a friend finishing a what they call a memoir uh, and then they have left it for another friend. And so you are reading the memoir, but included are the person who's reading its notes because mm. they're at they're The person left it basically being like, I want you to read this. Tell me what you think. And mm-hmm. so the person reading it will go, wait, what? That didn't happen. And we'll cross stuff out or we'll say like, "Ugh, this is a bit too much. Right. And it's really interesting. Again, I, I would have brought it up anyway, but I wanted to bring it up because if you are interested in interested in writing, it's a great kind of like little mini lesson on how editing works. Editing, yeah. Because yeah. someone will be like, this metaphor is going to go over people's heads. Mm-hmm. I'd suggest this. But it's like, it's he had to write, okay, what's a metaphor that's a bit too much that this character would write? And then how would this other character uh-huh. react to it? Uh-huh. It's really interesting. It was like, very fun to read i was always curious i was enjoying the actual story yeah but then at the end of each chapter the the uh, reader will have her notes so again she kind of slides right. in a couple times but then at the end she'll react to the whole chapter mm. because she's you know sometimes he's talking about events that involve both of them and mm. she'll go you are misremembering this and again it's a cool, so cool again exploration of memory to uh, about stuff so what were you gonna say though well, i was gonna say like i wonder how that works as far as like writing it for for paul where it's like does he intentionally write something that doesn't sound good or that sounds a certain way and then have it and then let it sit on the page and then in his mind he's like oh 
this is not the way I would want to do it. This is the way I would want to do it. And mm-hmm. then have that be the role of that other character that takes it. I was just like, there's so many layers to it. Yeah. It's so interesting. I wanted to like for his actual editor, if she like said stuff, and <laughs> right. then he like took her notes and made it the character's notes. Or if you though every time he was like, no, that's on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like this is getting annoying Um, (laughs) you can't keep doing this for every this doesn't count (laughs) um something else too that was just fun um us having gotten to to talk to him and know him and i want to point this out for john too but uh paul puts a lot of himself in the book Mm. and so it was really fun reading it because there's so many parts where i was like oh that's just straight from paul's life like Uh he talks about in the book the character like uh, starts teaching math and mm. also doesn't like pickles and the whole uh, Paul's missing his uvula. And so that's oh, yeah. a whole thing in the book. And it just was fun being like, you could just, it didn't, it didn't take me out of it. It just felt really like endearing. And that was something I forgot to mention that John did in that, that recent uh, short story. The most recent one that I read, the main character is totally John. Cause it's like <laughs> this dude who has long gray hair and is dressed in karate, a karate pants. Uh-huh. And this was like, this is so funny. Just like, cause I was picturing John fighting these terrible Lovecraftian monsters. And I was like, I love that again, both Paul and John do this where they will like just, but equally have really horrific, terrible, st- spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. But then they'll also have really goofy, just like endearing, endearing, yeah. childlike. Like we think this is cool. Yeah. Like, again, John's such a nerd for Godzilla. I uh-huh. love it. And then yeah, Paul again, his his love for punk and uh, Jaws and all this stuff. <laughs> it's just like these guys, these are cool guys. Cool guys. <laughs> um, and also, just want to congratulate Paul again. Like um, as been having a lot of success a lot of cool things are happening one of the specific things that uh, we talked about briefly was that um, his novel the cabin at the end of the world uh, is being adapted into a feature film and it is being directed by m night Shyamalan. yeah and then freaking starring um uh dane who did i say the guy who plays drax wrestler dave batista D- dave batista yeah dave batista and then um jonathan um groff groff uh-huh. yeah from mindhunter yeah and he got to go to the set and he had them um, all sign the book. And I'm just like, that's so cool. Yeah. Like, I know the dream of an author shouldn't be, I want my thing to be adapted. Right. Because the work should just be good on its own. We've talked right. about that a lot. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we'd love Evil Cast to be an animated show or we'd love all these things. But at the end of the day, when we're working on something, that thing should be the best that it can be. Yeah. As opposed to like we're going to build it so that hopefully we can stop this and it yeah, gets exactly. to be something else. Exactly. Yeah. But nonetheless, like to have something adapted is just further affirmation that like the thing works and mm-hmm. that is appealing and that mm-hmm. people want to share it with others. And so the fact that such a say what you want about M night Shyamalan, people love him, people hate him, but it's like, he is a, he's a staple of the modern, you know, uh, contemporary horror slash thrillers. Yeah. Like he is a part of it and affected it greatly. So the fact that, Again, Paul has one of his things being adapted by him. I'm just like, that's just going to bring even more readers because mm-hmm. they're going to be like, they're going to see the based on a book or whatever. And it's just like, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, and I uh, hope we get more. I want the head full of ghost movies to come out. It's been in development for a long time. Mm. Hollywood, I know you come here and you listen a lot. <laughs> listen to the people. That's right. Come uh, on, Hollywood. Come on, Hollywood. <laughs> come on. Carly. Get, Tell come Hollywood. On, come on. <laughs> 
um movie hey carly could you tweet at hollywood real quick yeah yeah, yeah. just just at hollywood real quick um but anyway congratulations paul and everyone again please go check out the uh book um the paul bearers club check out the rest of paul's works as well uh he's got a lot a little yeah. bit of a literary slut if you a little would. bit a little yeah a little yeah, bit people say that about him yeah no. <laughs> um moving on we're going to talk about someone who is near and dear to both of our hearts mm-hmm. kenzie meeker kenzie kenzie all right, All right moving so on. <laughs> no no uh please uh let's talk about our good friend kenzie yeah i wanted to to bring kenzie on here because uh she's the coolest mm-hmm. but also she has been super active in posting to her instagram um and she a while back she got this little point and shoot camera mm-hmm. and has just been maximizing the hell out of that little thing and oh, yeah. making some of the coolest photos that I've seen in a long time. And if you just go to her feed, it's just like just gorgeous colors, top to bottom. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And she's been super consistent in, in posting. She's been doing a uh, point and shoot week where she's been posting like 10 images every single day. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's like, some of it is like, just like slice of life stuff, really candid moment. Some of it is super artistic and colorful and, mm-hmm. um, but it's all just delightful to look at. Um, and she just has a really, really good eye for things that seem simple and, and maybe mundane or stuff that you walk by every day that you would never pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And just the way she'll frame it and and present it to you you're like oh that is super cool i'm gonna look at that differently now yeah um and just like i i love the way that that she looks at the world and 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 shares that to her feed so yeah it's been really fun to keep up with that yeah i mean speaking of some of like the things that like you know um she takes photographs of that normal people wouldn't like celebrate or like I, that i'm one of those it's things you have, yeah there's, you feature occasionally. there's lots of there's lots of papa imagery in there and uh, some of it is flattering some of it is uh not so flattering but i love it uh, <laughs> well, that's better yes yes it's um, candid it's candid yeah, yeah it's real um it's not canon it's candid that's right um but yeah, no, Kenzie is super talented artist and uh I just love her uh <laughs> it was funny. Jenna Jenna Flack, who I hope to have on and have mm-hmm. consistently bugged about having on this show, and she has promised that she will come on at some point when life's a little less crazy. And for she's her. waiting for us to get a little bit more successful. That's right. Yeah. yeah. R- rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh she she posted something about like just how happy you can feel being around Kenzie mm-hmm. uh, with like basic things. And so uh, the example was just like, there was this, I think I'm pretty sure it was sunset. Cause I don't imagine either of them were, were up for sunrise. Uh-huh. I think it was sunset and uh, Kenzie's just like frat snapping. Yeah. It's so just it's just like giggling. Out. Yeah. Kenzie's laugh is like the best thing in it's the medicine. world. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Well, again, Noah is a poet. <laughs> stop <it>. <laughs> you <laughs> stop being amazing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, just Kenzie as a person and and her work is great. I remember it was a long time ago, back when it was cold, Mm. uh, it hasn't been cold for a while now, but there was this gay market that we were hanging out at. She was presenting. She needed someone to come and sit for a while. She kind of had friends like sit for little increment periods and Mm -hmm. stuff. And so I got a shift I was freezing my butt off. I had a (laughs) poncho. I looked very pathetic. A bunch of other booths 
saw how sad I was and they lent me their stuff. <laughs> like, you, do you need a towel? Do you need a blanket? Do you need something? I was like, I'll take anything. Do you have you got? somewhere to spend the night? That's today? right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I found a home is yeah. what I'm trying to say. No, but um, just like being there at that market, Kenzie set up her booth, put all her stuff. And I had known she was talented. We had had her on Humming Fools by mm-hmm. then and, you mm-hmm. know, loved her work. But seeing her just lay everything out, have all her prints ready. Yeah. I just was looking at all and I was like, wow like she doesn't just put miss. it in another yeah. perspective you know yeah um and again just the, the overall theme of humming fools you and me just consistently going oh wow just yeah. like wow 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 um and we're, we're super excited to have owen wilson on next <laughs> and we're not going to talk about his filmography just like his the art of his voice uh, yeah, uh, Carly, edit <laughs> edit Owen Wilson agreeing to be on the show. <laughs> yes, of course I can do the interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, please go check out Kenzie's work again. Yeah. Show notes, we'll have the link to it. And um, again, she's like putting a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm excited because I just took a picture of her the other day of us at a Waffle House that yeah. turned out really good. And yes. I didn't know how to share it, and uh, now I'm like, this will be the photo that I include because I'm gonna. Uh, do a post just to, to let people know this episode's out. Yeah. And so this will be the image some of for, that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This will be the image for Kenzie. And <laughs> I showed it to her. She's like, Oh, that actually looks pretty good. <laughs> um, moving forward. These are two things that are not um, actual work. They're just cool things to plug. Again, not everyone is necessarily like, here's a physical piece of work. It's mm-hmm. just keeping up with what people got going on. And so um, once again, in the spirit of um you know developing artists and making them better something super cool that's happening right now is uh micah bornet who whose song um humming fools inspired the name of our show and yep. was one of our first uh interviews yeah shockingly yeah i know <laughs> like we got pretty ambitious super early on like he's gonna want to be on that. that's right yeah again it, it ties into the quote that was in our intro you know you and me are just being little fools yep. little idiotic fools who are like this can happen right right you know i wouldn't be surprised if next week uh, carly's like you said that you wanted me to get owen wilson so i did that's right <laughs> like carly we're not ready for this that's right <laughs> what are you doing yeah you're too you're too talented carly <laughs> um Bring it in. carly Bring it in. uh she is uh i don't know if i'm allowed to say it so i'm not going to but i will uh, actually no i'll say it and then carly and she can yeah and if her. i'm not allowed to say it then um you freaking take it out but carly has been working at dreamworks uh for a while and um has been doing really cool stuff there and she recently got a promotion and she's going to be moving over to sony and working wow. on the next Spider-Verse, baby. Wow. So again, that's um, amazing. Audience, if you just heard like a or like a bleep, <laughs> know that I just announced something super cool that Carly's doing, but she isn't ready for us to talk about it. Well, but I will say talk about something that's already come out. Um, oh, but yeah, I went, went to see the the bad guys. Yeah. Animated movie. Um, and I sat through the credits, which I tend to do anyway if I enjoyed something. But I, this time I did it especially to catch her name in the credits. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of a treat to just so see cool. that like on a movie theater screen. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah. There it is. Carly is so talented. I think one of the best things to happen this year was um, a just like 
connecting even more with her sister Leah, mm. um, who again has become a consistent part of our other show, The Night Shift, mm-hmm. um, and um, just being able to hang out with her more. But then also, yeah, getting to then through her again, me going, I need an editor, I'm busy, yeah, and Leah being like, Yo, my sister Carly might be a good option, and then just meeting like the best person ever, mm-hmm. someone who's super hardworking. Someone who is super nice. Like, oh, do you need this? Here's literally the perfect person for this job yeah. that you're looking for. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, meet, got to meet her in L.A. And just her and her family are so awesome. Yeah. Her and her siblings. And again, uh, this will be in the show notes as well. But we've talked about it a lot on the night shift. I don't know if we've talked about it here on Humming Fools, but Carly also does her own podcast, mm. uh, Crit Nasty and uh very fun very tasty and so go check that out and give it a listen but again just excellent at whatever she does and making moves to where she's like working on things that i'm 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 so jealous yeah i'm again first off i'm happy for it yeah dang that's so cool and again i love that she gives us the the time of day yeah and also uh carly just don't let it get to your head yeah carly remember who you work for yeah like when you're freaking directing the next spider-man movie (laughs) don't you dare try to not edit humming fools don't get above your raisin that's right (laughs) As yeah. they say. So everyone, normally I tell Carly to make hashtags, but this time I'm going to say to you, the listeners, get on Twitter, hashtag Carly Stay Humble. Yeah. And, and then if she doesn't, just cancel her. Yeah. Cancel the heck out of her. <laughs> make up lies. No, <laughs> don't do that. And again, Carly, thank you for everything you've done and continue to do. Know that you are a baller and we love you. Um, But back to Micah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, Micah. Sorry, Micah. But yes, Micah. Again, inspiration for the show, just very passionate, awesome creator. You heard one of his clips in the new intro, but um, he is now doing the cool thing where he is actually offering, um, I don't even know what the word is. Um, uh, It's not advice. It's what's the mentorship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Creative mentorship for people who are uh, interested in poetry, spoken word, music. He's made it very clear that it's not just his medium. He's right. like, I can speak to a lot of different areas. And sometimes you just need someone who can actually um, sit with you and know like, hey, I've produced a lot of things mm-hmm. and here's what you need to think about. Or like if you're stuck, here are ways to get unstuck. Just having a creative cheerleader yeah. who is also a veteran who's like mm-hmm. done it all. And, and like coming fulls, you know, the whole reason we made the show is we made the comment of like, Sometimes it's hard listening to those podcasts where someone's like, hi, I'm a millionaire and you just need to work hard. And right. It's like, I can't relate to this. And Mike is someone who, again, has done amazing things, traveled the world, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But he has made it very um, he's made a point of being like, I have a hard time all the time. Yeah. I, You know, I don't necessarily know how well something's going to sell to where I have to, like, take a job or I have to, like, uh, pause a, a project and stuff. And so. He's actually a really interesting follow on Instagram because mm-hmm. of that. Cause he's super open and vulnerable about every step of the process and what it's like to be creative. Also, he, you know, he'll lift other people up and, mm-hmm. and then he'll also have days where it's like, yep, today's hard. This is why. Um, and just like, he's just uh, really good at being transparent about, you know, beginning to end what it looks like to, make something be an artist and yeah um he just has really good insight into the full process 
Yeah, absolutely. A true authentic soul. Very, mm-hmm. again, you, you made a great point, an interesting follow. Like you don't, you don't know if you're going to get a rant or if you're going to get a chip review. Yeah. Or, uh, or dating life or dating. update. <laughs> yeah. Or just like great screen, screen capture shots of just like his phone, his interactions with people. And yeah. Stuff. So funny. Yeah. But all that to say, um, he is again offering these mentorships things. I will put a link. I think it's just kind of through his Instagram. I'll find out for sure and mm. again make it clear for you in the show notes. But if I'm remembering correctly, I think it's like fifty dollars for a maybe a one time session or something. All to say, starting right now, we are gonna do a one time humming fool scholarship. So the first person <laughs> that messages me and says, and you have to say it exact. Daddy wants that scholarship. <laughs> First person to DM me that will get a, and again, you have to want to actually do the thing. You're not just getting $50. You're getting time with Micah. Mm. But the first person that texts me that um, will get said time with Micah. So don't sleep on it. And maybe we'll do more of that in the future, you yeah, know, I just some that. little fun, like, because again, that's something that I plan to do at some point i would love to talk through poetry stuff with micah mm-hmm. and it's a great way to support a creator as well yeah who already has like given us a bunch of free stuff yeah, really <laughs> um moving forward uh we're going to talk about or slash plug our last thing which is death ray what is death ray noah good question uh thank you for asking it um <laughs> Death Ray is this really cool, uh, basically it's like a con, you know? Yeah, it's like a, a, a miniature, yeah, comic con, essentially. Yeah. Um, or just like any, that style of like convention. Mm-hmm. And it is hosted by Chad Moppin slash Big Bot. It's something that he's been putting on for a while. Um, Noah and me went back in 2017, 18. Yeah. yeah. And because we were like, all right, we know we're going to interview Chad. We want to like kind of see him in person first. And so we went and got to, um, you know, walk around, see some art, buy some stuff. I bought a lot of stuff. I was like, I was going to buy something no matter what out of pity Mm -hmm. because I didn't know what to expect. But then I was like mad because like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's a lot of cool stuff. everywhere. There's stuff in my room that's from that. Yeah. um, That I still have hung up. But um, it is happening again this year. I believe it's going to be in October. I don't think there's an exact date. Mm. Um, and if there is, Chad, feel free to angrily message me and we will make sure. To, oh, he will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Chad's very passionate. He'll, he'll let you have it. Yeah, he'll roast me. <laughs> um, but again, it's a really cool event. There's not a lot of stuff like that happening in Fayetteville. And yeah, so in this area in general. Yeah. yeah, you're Yeah, you're right. Just, just like in Northwest Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I think the closest is there's like the hot springs comic con it might even be called hot springs comic con might just be hot springs con or something Mm -hmm. but um yeah it's just a cool nerdy geeky celebration costumes are encouraged um there's just a bunch of local artists he's going to be um getting some really cool um comic book artists i think who have like come from this area Mm -hmm. or like or from arkansas they may live somewhere else now but he's trying to get a really cool lineup of guests and uh, yours truly, I don't know exactly how it will look yet, but I will be hosting a panel mm. with whoever those people are. Um, so come just to dress up and buy stuff and hang out with a bunch of local people, local artists, but also come to hear Papa basically do a live version of Humming Fools. Yeah. I don't know how it will go, <laughs> uh, but I'm excited to do it because normally there's social anxiety for that sort of stuff. But I was like, 
I've done Humming Fools so much now that I'm just, I told Chad, I was like, give me a microphone, tell me who I'm talking to, and yeah. like, I'll freaking Make take it work. care of it. Yeah. That's right. So I just wanted to get on everyone's um, horizon because, um, again, with COVID and all that stuff, a lot of events that were reoccurring kind of died or had to look differently. And so we just wanted to plug that it's going to be back. It's going to be on Mount Sequoia, really cool space. Mm. And again, I'm going to be there. So if you're local or you're going to be local or you want to be local. All you guys want to get local? Let's get local. L-O-C-A-L. Um, and that's it, guys. We've come to we the end it. of Humming Fools. As, as, uh, that's it? That's it. We're done. <laughs> I wanted to end on Carly. Episodes, you're fired. Yeah, Carly, go have fun in Hollywood. See Carly. what you did. Yeah, I see. <laughs> but you're tearing um, us apart. Yeah, <laughs> this is really all just like a just a really jaded, like petty, like angry just way to get Carly. Yeah, but Carly, yeah. yeah, for being successful. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I'm just so happy. Yeah, I you know I, I was excited to record this episode. And I, it was better than I could have imagined. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It could have been better. Yeah. You could have showed up a little I, bit more. I guess I should have had lower expectations, I think. I think that's that's what I'm taking from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, um, congratulations to everyone um, that we just talked about and mentioned. Yeah. You guys, like, again, thank you so much for uh, once again being on the show in the first place. And then, too, just for remaining good people who make cool stuff and continue to just like put themselves out there, mm -hmm. sacrifice. It's a lot of sacrifice. Being an artist is a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. Um, and the balance of figuring out how to do that and retain your humanity and relationships, that stuff's hard. It's not mm -hmm. easy. None of us are doing it perfectly. I know I'm really not doing it perfectly. I'm really on the, can say that again. Yeah. I'll say it one more time. <laughs> really not crushing this whole balance thing. Um, but just wanted to just say that, you know, no, I mean, we see you guys. Yeah. Like it's it's really cool what you're doing. Um, sometimes it can get discouraging. And there is that question of like, does anyone even care? And we care. This stuff, everything we talked about means so much to me. Mm -hmm. um, and I love the fact that we got to talk about it and then we get to in a little small way know all these people. Uh, again, it's not like these people are at our house every night eating dinner. Uh high-fiving each other's kids no, no matter how often we ask them yeah. yeah yeah you won't even have dinner with me yeah no, yeah no yeah can you imagine <laughs> be awful no. what would we talk about no <laughs> but uh yeah anyway noah thanks to you as well um just for uh being a part of this journey for all the artwork all the uh, the free labor, all the all the terribly mean comments to keep me humble. That's right. Uh, That's the main reason. <laughs> all I the stick hugs, around. all the spoons. Uh huh. Um, couldn't have done without you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can can keep the straight. Noah, face. Noah doesn't take affirmation well. No, I struggle. Yeah. Um. No, thank you. Um. No, it's been it's been a fun ride. Um. It's just really cool seeing. Yeah, it was just a nice. Uh, exercise and gratitude to go mm -hmm. through all these things that that people have done and been like yeah they not only gave us the time of day but also you know they're part of the bigger family and the growth of the show and um there's that that personal connection that makes you want to keep supporting someone and on top of that everything they make is excellent and so yeah it's just a, a really fortunate 
pocket of creativity that we found ourselves in. And it's just like, all right, let's keep doing it. <laughs> That's right. Again, can't see, can't wait to see what else people make. Can't yeah. wait to see who else we have on. And, um, you know, to, to bring it back to DJ Khaled, all we do is win, guys. Yeah, we do best music. That's right. <laughs> uh, I, I know I said that that Bang and Jasper are pretty good, but really, we we the best music. Yeah, we. Uh, th- this is really what we've been trying to get around to. It's like, this episode isn't about us, but at the same time, you wouldn't have this episode without us. So show us some freaking gratitude. Um, Carly. No. <laughs> Come on, Carly. Um you know that iCarly wasn't even about her? What? She would say that it was. She lied on her resume? Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Carly, edit yourself apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last thank you I want to give is to our listeners. Guys, again, thanks for, if you're still here, thank you for being here. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the recommendations. Thank you for uh being in the dms thank you for the responses and thank you for your own artistic stories and creations or um if you're not really an artist and you don't think of yourself as creative thanks for engaging with something and and widening your perspective and as a result widening noah's and my perspective um you guys are the best music and um yeah can't wait to see where we go from here but until next time uh noah i love you carly i love you and i'm sorry and uh keep on humming and keep on fooling that was humming fools podcast now on to bad